Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzik, our daily limit of Seal Sharm. We have to number 141 in our limit as we continue through chapter Chafavav, Yudke Vavke 26, learning all about the Midah of Kedusha, of holiness. Previously in Hachzik, we were introduced to the idea that Tzadikim, that the Avas Akdoshim, are a Merkava for the Shechina. They are a chariot, they are just a vessel for Hashem's presence, just like the Mishkan, Besamikdash, Mizbeach is. Therefore, anything they interact with, any food, drink, any any physical involvement that they have is only bringing those those physical items to a higher level of Kedusha and sanctification. Right, so today, Mr. Sharm, we are going to learn some Mekoros for such a concept, and the Ramchal is going to summarize the definition of Kedusha before we continue in our in our next lesson, talking a bit more about um, some limitations and how to acquire it, etc. Right, so Mr. Sharm. This is what the Gemara Gesubas tells us. Anyone that brings a gift to a Torah scholar, it's as if he brought Bikurim, the first fruits, as we know, was a, a major service, major avoda in the Beis HaMikdash in Yerushalayim. The, 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 the farmers would bring the very first fruits to Yerushalayim to show that all their effort in their fields is only for Hashem. It's a very, very holy avoda. So to give a gift to a Torah scholar, give him fruits, give him, uh, give him some food for Shabbos, let's say, it's like you bring Gibukram to the base of Megdash, like we said, because they're in our cover for the Shechina, like the base of Megdash is. The Chena Amru is so too, we see in the Gemara and Yuma, Yamali Grodam Shal Tamini Chacham, Yam Bimakum Nasachim. You should fill the throats of Tamini Chacham with wine, like we fill, like, like we, they pour the wine, libations, the Yain Nain Nesach, the Yain Nechasim, Nesachim, I'm sorry, in, in the, on the base of Megdash, in the, on the Mizbeach. As we know, part of certain Karbonos, there was wine libations that they would pour with the Karbonos. We know on, on, on Sukkot uniquely it was, it was water, which is, Having to do with the simchas of the pulling of the water, etc. This does not mean to say that the the tamid chacham should be like, hey, everyone, stuff me, feed me, feed me, bring me food, give me a drink, because everything you do is like bringing garbanos. Like a, a glutton would fill himself up with wine. No, this is referencing what we've been discussing. That the Torah scholars who are holy in all their ways, he nehem mamish kemikdosh kemizbeach. They're mamish like a mizbeach, like the base of mikdash itself. The pneisha and, and he's using the words mamish here a few times, so note that. The pneisha shchina shor aleim kemoshaisa shor b'mikdash mamish, because the shchina rests upon the sadikim like it rests in the base of mikdash, literally. Vini anikra of lahem. Therefore, any gift, food that you bring to these sadikim and they consume, kanikra v'gavim mizbeach. It's like you're bringing a carbon on the mizbeach. And filling their throats with wine is like filling the holes in the in the, in the mizbeach where the wine libations, the yain nasach was 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 poured. So this we here understand with food and drink. What about everything else? What about other physical matters? So Mchal will explain. This applies there as well. And along the same lines, any physical object in the world that someone uses. Once he reaches this, this level of, of connection, of Kedusha, of holiness with Hashem, he's a Kadosh. It's an elevation and a benefit for that object, as we discussed yesterday. Not only it, but every every other object of, in that species, in that category, is blessed by, by, by being brought up on the Mizbeach, in the, in the base of Mikdash, for example. So, same thing here. This Kadosh, everything he does, is elevated, and the thing itself is benefiting. Because it's being, it's, it's being used... As a uh, by a righteous person, Ukvar has kiru zechon leracha, and Chazal told us in in Chulin. Similarly, Benin Avnei Hamokum Shalakach Yaakov, this Amemir Ashosav. When Yaakov Avinu 
had the whole dream with the ladder. Remember, he goes to sleep and he puts stones around his head. He wakes up in the morning. The Pasuk has a single, first it's multiple stones, then it goes into a um, single uh, lushan of, of stone. Why? Famously there, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Rashi quotes him, um, Malamesh and Iskab Sukulon, this teaches us that all of the stones gathered to one place. Everyone was begging, they said, please let me have the privilege of having the, the Tzaddik Yaakov rest his head on me. They all wanted to be used by the Tzaddik. Thus, a proof for this idea that all of the Tashmishim of a Tzaddik is, is a holy thing. It's a privilege for the object itself, it's a benefit for the object itself. So now, the Ramchal will summarize what we mean by Kedusha, the definition, the meaning of Kedusha, as explained in this chapter. The principle is as follows. Inyan Kedusha is as follows, that man is connected so much to his God, to the point that in everything he does, all the, even material actions that he performs, he is not separated and doesn't budge at all from cleaving Tashem. To the point that these physical objects are elevated in Kedusha when they're utilized by him to such a degree, even more so, even more so than the degree of his descent, right? These objects will be elevated in Kedusha to such a degree, even more than the descent that the Ramchal is acknowledging here, that he is experiencing on some level the descent of his own level of connection to Hashem in that he is being osig in physical objects, right? So the Ramchal is admitting. He's saying, yes, you, 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 this Kedusha is going to be osig in physical, physical matters. And yes, being osig in physical matters automatically comes with the descent, right? Because that means this person is not constantly thinking about these these inyanim that we discussed previously, of um, what was the the, the the truths, the the what was the what was the phrase? Muskalos amitios, concepts of true knowledge, right? That's that's not something that you can constantly be proactively thinking about. Always, it's very difficult. As the said, we have to eat, we have to drink, we have to do other things, we have to focus on, we have to you know calculate our, our taxes. I mean, these are things. It's hard to be thinking about your shemav shem and the depths and pinimias Torah and, and Hashem and the vekus. When we're in the middle of doing our taxes. So yes, there is some level of descent, but the Kaddish is on such a level. He is so holy. He is so mamish like a mezbech, like a base megdash, that it's worth it. And net-net, there is more of a, a, a spiritual gain, more of a holy gain for Hashem, ultimately, that is accomplished by him even being ozik in physical matters because that physical matter is elevated to such a degree that any descent that he may experience is washed out. It's, it's, it's over, overcome by this by this increase in Kedusha of this matter, this, this object, this physical thing that he's involving himself in. Which, if you realize, just to wrap up today's lesson, what that tells us, and we've discussed this a few times in the past, the, the ultimate goal is, is not spiritual attainment, as you see. The ultimate goal is for Hashem. The ultimate goal is to, be, make, to, make Shemayim, to bring Hashem's name into this world, to do things for Hashem, to show Hashem's greatness in the world. That's, that's the ultimate goal. Even if that means that I need to have a Eureka, so to speak. I need to go down even a little bit, or a lot of it, whatever. If that's what Hashem says, then do it. And I'll end just with the varts, very, very short, Bikitzer, Bikitzer. The, the Misa with, with, with Shaul and, and Shmuel and Agag, when it comes to Shaul was, was, was commanded to, to wipe out all, all of, of Amalek, and, 
And he left Agag alive. He left Agag alive. Why? The, 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 the Sfarim tell us that he saw an Agag in the future. And we, and we know in the future, even from Haman, right? Haman, right? There will come Gidin that are going to learn in Bnei Brak. So he saw Yiddish and Hashem there. So he thought to himself, I'm going I'm to be Rotzeach if I kill Agag. So he didn't kill him. Because I'm going I'm to be Rotzeach. I'm going to kill, kill Yiddish and Hashem, right? So, and he was wrong, right? He goes to Shmuel. He says, Shmuel, I did my job. And Shmuel says, no, 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 you didn't finish the job. And as we know, Agag ended up impregnating a woman, and that's why Amalek um, got, it, got its rejuvenation, and it still exists today. Uh, why? What was, what was wrong with this Cheshman? It, it, it sounds right. He wants to be a tzaddik. He wants to, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to kill any Yiddish Neshama. Yeah, maybe that would be a reader for you. You know what? And maybe that would make you not a tzaddik. But Hashem wanted you to destroy Amalek fully. Hashem, Hashem through Shmuel Navi, told you, destroy Amalek completely. That includes Agag. So a great example, and I mean, uh, we're, we're coming up on Purim right now, um, just in a bit, depending on when you listen to this, great example of where the choice to do the rest of Hashem would have led to a Yerida. And because of that Cheshman, the person, even, even Shaul himself, uh, he, he prevented himself from doing the rest of Hashem because he thought he would, it would cause him a Yerida. He wouldn't be a Tzadik. He's going to be a Rotzeach. doesn't matter. If it's for Hashem, Hashem says so, that means it's a Kish Hashem. That means it's what you're supposed to do. It doesn't matter if it comes with a Yerida. It's a big, big Indian. Big Indian. People, you know, to, to sacrifice for Onobodas Hashem for, let's say, the elevation of others, for the other, other people's Ruchnias. There's this, it's, a, it's a very, very important idea. Obviously, we have to take care of ourselves, certainly, and if, if, it's, if, we're, if we're risking our spiritual attainments and levels and, and levels of Kiddush or any other minutes that we've attained by sacrificing for others, that's a Cheshman that we need to talk to our Abayim about, certainly. Um, but just to end with this, this profound, very important idea that sometimes the Rosh Hashem can bring about a descent in Kedusha for ourselves. Again, you have to know exactly when to do it, and here it's very clear by a kadosh, it's worthwhile for them to be osing in physicality. Again, unlike the tahar, remember, we compared in our, in our last lesson, the difference, or a couple of lessons ago, the, the difference between a kadosh and a tahar, the tahar, everything he does is, is for Hashem, but it's not like, it's not like a carbon on mezbeach. So for him, it would be worthwhile for him to remove all the physicality and just be osing in spiritual things. For him. And for him, it would be Yerida, not worthwhile Yerida, let's say, to be osing too much in these things. Because, the level of Kedusha, the increase, in, the increase in spirituality in Kedusha as a result of his actions is not as great as the Kadosh. The Kadosh, for him, the descent that he does by being Osik in physicality is worthwhile because of the ultimate level of Kedusha. Uh, but again, if Hashem says to go down, we, we go down. We say how high, how, not just how high to jump when Hashem tells us to do something, but also how low should we go. Whatever it is that Hashem wants from us, that's exactly what we do. Even if it seems to go against our own desire to be greater and greater about Hashem. I think I think the point is clear. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516 600 8080.